Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches. And honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Call Waiting. It's me, Robin Shaw. And I am so excited for this week's episode because we are talking about breakups. And you're like, Robin, why are you excited about talking about breakups? Because I know two things. I know I know about dating, but more than dating, I know about breakups because every every relationship I've ever had ended in a breakup. And I wanted to tell you the best advice I got when it comes to breakups. This was years ago. I was going to break up with this guy, and I'll tell you about him in a second. But before I broke up with him, I went to acupuncture. And my acupuncturist is this old man. He's from China, and he's, like, very wise. And he's, like, minus the fact that sometimes I'm, like, oh, you know, my I'll be, like, my back hurts. And then he goes, I put pins in your ear because you're fat. But that's a different, that's a side story. Don't worry about it. Okay, so anyway, um, <laughs> Richie's looking at me. It's true. He puts pins in my ears and goes, I do it because you fat. That makes sense. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Anyway, wait, I got to get back on track. All right. So anyway, he's like, how are you? And I said, oh, you know, I went on a few dates with this guy and I'm going to break up with him. So I'm going to see if he's available to meet up tonight. And he goes, no, you do not break up with him in person. Unless you know the man very, very well, you do it over the phone or even better do it through text. And I'm like, isn't that rude? And he goes, no, you don't know how someone's going to react and you want to be safe. And I thought he was over like exaggerating a little bit. But let me tell you, best advice I've ever gotten. And except for my long term relationships, I no longer break up with someone in face to face situations because he was right. So this is what happened. I this is when I lived in Long Beach, Long Island. I met this guy at the gym. He just started working there. He was a trainer. Very cute. And he asked me out and I was like, oh my God, yes, he was so cute. I was so excited. Then we go out on a date. He kept talking about my feet. <laughs> it's a science skin. I'm really going off track tonight. But we go on the date. I'm wearing sandals and like literally 50 times. He's like, you, I really like your feet. You're so cute. You're great feet. Cute feet. Oh my God, I like your feet. And I was like, all right, whatever. He likes feet. Okay, we're not going to judge here. 
Then the next morning, he texts me like, oh, what are you doing today? Now, I was like, another date back to back. But I was like, all right, fine. So I was like, I was going to go to the beach. He's like, okay, let's go to the beach. We meet at like 12 and we hung out all day and night. And it was during this that I was like, okay, this guy's a little weird. Not just the feet thing. Like, again, people are into anything they want to be into. But there was just like, it, it was just like a lot. Then Sunday morning, we just spent all Friday night and then all of Saturday and Saturday night together. Sunday, he calls me. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And I, now I'm like feeling claustrophobic. And I was like, oh, this is too much. And then a Sunday night, he was like, hey, what are you doing? Like again. And then I was like, okay, this guy's crazy. Monday morning is when I saw my acupuncturist and he was like, you know, text him. Thank goodness, because that afternoon I texted, we'll call him trainer. I texted him trainer and I was like, hey, I don't think this is working, but you know, I had a great weekend. Good luck with everything. He then calls me. I don't pick up. He calls again. I don't pick up. He calls again. I don't pick up. And he, I see he's leaving voicemail after voicemail. Robin, why are you blowing out the flames? We're meant to be together. These crazy, crazy messages. He must have left me 10 to 15 voicemails, filled up my, my mailbox, kept texting me. Or like, I can't believe you're ending this, like freaking out. I just like, I don't respond because now I'm like a little scared. Then the next day I go to the gym and he like, he follows me from like, location to location. Like I was doing weights and then he starts like cleaning the weights. So I moved to the machine, you know, this whatever machine, he then goes over there and starts fixing that. And he starts following me around. I go to my car. Again, this is when I lived on Long Island. So I had a car and I checked my phone because I left my phone in the car. I had like 50 text messages from him just being like, why are you teasing me? Did it up. So guys, I know I seem very sweet, calm and collected, but then I have a trigger when I feel like I'm being threatened. Then all of a sudden, tough Robin comes out. She doesn't come out often, but once in a while she pops out. So I see I have like 50 missed calls, not 50 uh, calls, 50 text messages from him. And then I see him standing on the corner staring at me. So I drive up to where he is. I get out of the car and I started screaming. I was like, listen here, you fucking asshole. And I said, I just called my dad. I sent him every text and every like voicemail that you know that you gave me. He's calling the police. We're getting a restraining order. If you message me one more time, you're going to jail. Like I lost it. And I was screaming, if you know Long Beach, right on Park Avenue. And I was making a whole big scene but he didn't message me again and he like stayed away from me at the gym he actually eventually got fired for harassing other people too so I wasn't special but uh point is I am so glad I listened to my acupuncturist and did not break up with him in person because the truth is you don't know how people are gonna react again if you've been with someone for years or you have like a real relationship with them then you probably do it in person but you know what? Or do it on the phone because you really don't know when people are going to lose their minds. So anyway, security. So he puts a pin in your ear? <laughs> yeah, apparently that makes you skinny. Really? Yeah. That's what I got out of this whole yeah, thing. Yeah, isn't that wild? <laughs> well, supposedly. I don't think I've been skinny one day in my life. So apparently the pins aren't working. I'm really excited for today's episode. Mm -hmm. We have Jared Freed. Now, you know Jared yes, through the stand-up world. Jared Freed and I, we both started stand-up around the same time. Not only that, we were in at the Carolines and New York, uh, stand-up New York scene. So we became friends years ago. And then I just think he's, besides one of the nicest comics, he's also the funniest comic. I'm so excited to talk to him today, especially because he... I don't know if he considers himself a dating expert, but he does. He has the You Up podcast, which is pretty much a dating advice 
they, they help with like profiles and they answer questions. He does it on his Insta stories. He does recaps for The Bachelor and Bachelorette. He's like a dating I would say expert. So I'm going to talk to him about breakups and dating and get all the scoop for you guys from a different angle. Because remember, I'm a woman, so you're hearing my advice, but let's get the man's expert. Also, he's hilarious, so I'm always excited to talk to him. So security. Yes. Can you get Jared on the line? We'll do it right now. Okay, Robin, I have Jared on the phone. Jared, hello. Hello, Robin. What's happening? So I already told everyone that we met in doing stand up probably like 10 or 11 years ago. Maybe 13. More than a decade. <laughs> 15. More than a decade. Definitely. Because we both got passed at Caroline's early on in our career. And I feel like that was, you know, probably where we met. Absolutely. I, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. So, Jared, you're probably one of the funniest comics I know. And I think it's amazing that that you're my favorite person in the Bachelor franchise and you're not even in the Bachelor franchise. <laughs> well, I'm I'm blushing. I there's way too kind. Um, yeah, I've become a part of Bachelor Nation. I, I appreciate that. You really have. So, guys, uh, whenever like a uh, season's airing, Jared will in his Insta stories, like go through the episode making commentary. And when I say like it's laugh out loud funny, I mean, I actually mean that it's it's the next level, Jared. <laughs> I think it's your best work. I appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, I remember when I it means a lot because I do it alone in my apartment. So, like, I don't know what's. You know, for us, we go on stage, we do stand up, you get a response right away. I don't know what's working. You know, like, I'm not like sure until like a week later and someone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, because if it's not working, I really look like a crazy person. Like I'm at home screaming at my TV and people are just like, <laughs> what's this guy doing? And I'm alone. Like I'm like getting into costumes and things like that. Like, you know, like all your yeah. TikTok stuff is so funny and amazing, but there has to be a moment where you're like taping yourself to a wall and you're like, what if this is just insanity? You know, literally every video I post, I go, this is so stupid. Right. I'm going to either be canceled or everyone's just gonna be like, Robin needs to be put away. Right. So I get it, but just know it's, it's so funny. Thank I am. Um, yeah. Okay. Then I was thinking about this on my way to the Betches, you know, studio, because I think of you as like a dating expert because, you know, you have the You Up podcast, you're always giving advice on your Instagram. And I consider myself a dating expert, yet the two of us are not married or in a successful relationship. But I think the key to being an expert in dating is not being married for 50 years. Then what do you know about dating? You know nothing. You've been with the same person where we have been out there. We've dated. We've tried every app. We know what's going on. Right. It is not. Listen, you know, Bill Belichick is one of the greatest football coaches of all time. Never played football. You know, so we in, in, and I agree with you. The thing is, like, if you saw if the goal isn't marriage, if that was if, if being married was made you a success, then every marriage would be perfect. But there's a lot of people that you see married and I see married every day that we go. Thank God I am not in that relationship. Right. You know, so, it, so it's, you know, one time I was doing a show in, in um, San Diego and I was on stage and someone was like, I was asking, I was doing, I was talking to the crowd and I was like, 
you know, what's the hardest part about dating? And this one woman, she was like, ugh, everything. And, you know, she was saying the things we all know and understand. And this one woman was like, maybe it's like screamed out. Maybe it's your attitude. That's your problem. Like, and I was like, oh, and then, and then I go, I kind of turned towards her and she was like, she held up her wedding ring. She's like, I'm married. So I know. And I'm like, man, I have never wanted to be married to someone less in my entire life. than the person who just screamed out like that, you know, like, yeah. I, I, and, and I think what, what we do when we talk to people about their dating life is that there's an amount of empathy of like, yeah, these are real issues. You know, the person who doesn't text you back, the person that, you know, that you're wondering about, these are real questions, real issues that aren't frivolous, aren't unimportant, aren't abnormal. And it's not about being an expert. It's about being a commiserator, you know? Right. People always ask me, like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? I'm like, I just want to be happy. I don't care either way. I don't care if I'm married and I don't care if I'm dating someone or single. As long as I'm happy, that should be the only goal. Right. We we are not in need. Listen, you have to be better than my cell phone or accentuate my cell phone to be in a relationship with me. Like I can't like I've already formed a life here. So we got to find a puzzle piece. And listen, that's very tough to do. It's one puzzle piece and maybe that doesn't come along, but I'll be happy sitting here on Instagram, refreshing <laughs> likes every day. That's what makes me happy. Uh, Jared, I am. I so <laughs> agree with you. Like I went on a date the, this past weekend and I had the best time. Is he husband material? Probably not, but it was so much fun. And I was like, oh, if I was with a husband material, I wouldn't have had this date, which was so right. fun. Right. You you know, it's the adventure. We're dreamers. Single people are dreamers. We we, we have upside potential. You know, well, some of them are losers. Well, <laughs> this the, this listen, dreamers every, and losers. Everyone's a loser to someone. You know, there's a, <laughs> That's everyone, true. you know, there's a butt for every seat, but not all the seats are great for your butt. You know, so Jared, we're so deep. That was good. That's a that's I'm the a, Dalai Lama. That's a yeah, that's me. Except I don't suck on kids' tongues. You know, they <laughs> <laughs> that was, was that the Dalai Lama that did that? Yeah, that that was him. That was him. That was not a good move on his part. No, well, not a good move on my part to call myself the Dalai. No, I'm I'm the you know I'm Maya Angelou over here. Okay, You're like I'm the Bill Cosby over no, here. No, 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 no. I'm none of those. I'm Maya Angelou. <laughs> And a Jew, you know, so I. Okay, okay. <laughs> Both of our careers end because right. of this, this podcast. The last thing he said was, I am Maya and Judge His career ended right there. In the market for investment worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What 
flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Okay, I have some dating questions for okay. you, okay? All right, what do you think is the best dating app for someone who really is looking for a serious relationship, not a hookup? Um, I think Hinge, but you know, this advice is, is, is more complex. Hinge gives you the ability to, to actually see how someone interacts with your account. If you just make a Hinge account, you go, well, every match is the same. You're not doing it right. If you make a Hinge account and someone responds to your prompt and has something fun and personal to say to your prompt, that is an elevated match. None of the other mm. apps really offer that as much as Hinge. So like, you know, where, whereas if it's, let's call let's say Bumble, and you just swipe and you get a match and you go, and, and then you have to talk first. You've not really, you know, you're not really getting a chance right up front to see if they're not a match for you. Hinge, mm. if you wrote, you know, my greatest quality is that I love trying every appetizer. And then someone responds to that with, oh, my God, I when I go for Chinese food, I only go appetizers, never mains. OK, you two are already like into a deeper conversation, a deeper connection than you would be with. How was your weekend? So right. if someone isn't doing that to your prompts, then, you know, that there's really not much to go on. They're just looking at your face and saying it's pretty. I think right. so. That's kind of why. And no one, listen, I know no one just listened to my advice. I, no one wants to hear that. No one. No, wants, I think they do. Well, I think they do. I think when people go, well, they just want to hear Hinge is the best one. It's not that. It Hinge allows you the ability to say no to more people. Mm. You know, because someone might go to, you know, if someone looks at your appetizer response and says, well, I don't like appetizers. You go, okay, well, get the fuck out of here. I don't know. Now I don't have to talk to you. <laughs> right. Right. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, Hinge is where I have the most success. People are always like, how do you have so many dates? It's always right. from Hinge. It's never from any of the other million that I'm on. Um, wait, do you ever have luck on Raya? Raya is like a dance that everyone wants to get into, but no one wants to dance. Yeah, <laughs> no one talks. No one says anything. Um, but I've actually I've actually trimmed down. I don't do I, I deleted Hinge in favor of just Raya and only uh -huh. only because it only gives you a few a day. And I'm like, I need to be like I, I'm using it too much as like a distraction and not enough as like an actual tool. Like if someone yeah. gave you a hammer and nails and you just threw hammer and nails around all day, that's kind of what I'm doing. You know, right. as opposed to like, I go and I put on my tool belt and I go and I'm trying to go on dates. Like I, I am, but I'm also not. So it's, it's a little bit for the toilet more than it is for the date. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, okay. I have, so this week's episode is about breakups. So in your opinion, what's the best way to break up with someone so that it's like the least amount of violence and drama? I, I hate breakups so much. This is such a, Tough question. I, violence. I, <laughs> I think a good, you know, I have a bench by the river that I bring people to. And oh no. <laughs> <And push them in. laughs> 
I said no violence, Jerry. No, 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 I don't push them in. I just, I, you know, I don't know. I, I always think the best breakup, and I'm not saying I'm good at this, but like, I think the most, I think, and I'm the worst at this, but as I say it, like, I know it's the, it's like diet and diet and exercise. You're like, I, can it just be Ozempic? You know, like, where's the Ozempic for breakups? You know, yeah. um, but when I say this, I, I, I do mean it. I think the most courteous breakup is the one done the minute, you know, uh-huh. and however that happens, like, I don't want to be in bed with someone that doesn't want to, you know, doesn't like me that much. I don't want to be on a date with someone who doesn't want to talk to me anymore. I don't want to have someone go, Oh, we got to go out again. Uh, you know, just say to me, you had the feeling, Hey, I was just thinking, um, I know it's, you know, Tuesday at two o'clock and I just had a coffee, but I don't want to date you anymore. And I'd be like, okay, good. At least you told me the minute you knew, like, that's how I would want it. So, and do you do it in person or do you do it through text? I don't care. Send me you a fucking care. letter in a bottle down the river. I'm hanging out at that bench. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just have your fishing it, pole anyway. Yeah. Put it in the Hudson. I'll see the letter <laughs> in the bottle. No, just do it. Just, yeah, I, you just know, do it. It doesn't I, I, matter. And I'm saying this, but then someone like the minute you end up being the person who breaks up, it's like, you did it at two o'clock on a Tuesday. How could you do this to me? You know, I have, you know, Tuesday night, you know, meetings with right. my friends and you go, I don't know. When did you tell me the best time to break up? When's the best time to break someone's heart? You know, like when's the best time to be denied? I always prefer someone to break up with me oh, than me having to break. Oh, it's the worst to oh. have to hurt someone. Nothing is hotter to me than someone who knows they don't want to date me. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, now I respect you. Right. Now we have something in common. <laughs> right. Wow, you have we taste. hate me. Right. <laughs> What's, like, your worst breakup story? Do you have one? I mean, I don't really have, you know, I don't know. They're all bad. They're all bad because I'm just such a wuss. And then, you know, like, I'm like, I don't know. They're all bad. I don't have bad ones because like I'm the one, you know, my breakup stories are genuinely me being like, I think I'm out. And so it's like, I'm the dick in every single scenario. So like, you know, I would love if someone like, just like we just talked about, like if someone was like, get the fuck away from me, you stink. You're a disgusting piece of shit. I'm breaking up with you. I'd be like, I, I would, I'd be so happy. I'd be like, oh, he took so much off of my plate. I don't have to deal with this anymore. <laughs> you know? So ladies listening, if you want to date Jared, tell him you dislike him and want nothing to do with him. And then, you know, you have a good shot. All right, before I let you go, I want to know what your opinion is about these old uh, people bachelor show that's going to be happening. I'm so happy. I hope they didn't mess it up. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm like so hopeful. Because here's the thing. The Bachelor, they, they're not creative. They have a cash cow. They never update it because they don't want to lose money. They're in prevent defense. And it's really gotten me upset. This show, The Bachelor, the old, and it shouldn't be old person Bachelor. It should just be. Oh, wait, just so people, for people who don't know, The Bachelor franchise is adding a new show where it's people like over the age of 65. Right. And I need, so I, I don't know what the what the genders are going to be. I don't know how they're going to do it, but my dream scenario was always to have, um, because the bachelor is kind of made to like, like the reason the bachelor is more popular than the bachelorette is that like, it's more believable that 
younger women were looking to get married as opposed mm. to the bachelorette where it's like not as believable that a 25 year old guy is like pining about his dream wedding, you know? So right. that puts a, you know, the bachelor kind of sets up this premise where it is a little bit, it is meaner to the women because you're preying off of this idea that they might be in the Cinderella, Cinderella mentality. What they need to do is be more, it would be more entertaining to be meaner to the men. And our worst version, you know, the male kind of like punchline would be older men who have made some money and are too confident. So it uh-huh. would be great if it was like a woman in her 40s who's divorced, a hotshot lawyer, and then she's dating a bunch of 65-year-old men in New Balance with Paisley shirts under the cuffs <laughs> and real piece of shit dudes, you know? Yeah. Because <laughs> I always wanted that. I wanted like hot forty year old, like like right, fucking lawyer like, CEO crushing yeah. it. Doesn't need these guys. And then these older men who think they're like too good of a catch. And right. they're like and they're like, you know, walking around with their dyed hair. And there'll be some catches in there, but like that's the and then be you, more realistic. More realistic and also like just fun. You just see these guys like like those type of guys competing for women. Like those type of guys right. are, like, are, are hilarious and too full of themselves. Like my dad is like in that age group. And like w- my dad, the other day we went and got manicures and pedicures and cause they came into New York and that's like how we spend our time. And yeah. my, my dad looked at me and he was getting polish. He gets clear polish. And I usually don't, but he was like, get the polish. And, I, and he was so <laughs> confident. He goes, yeah. he goes, get the polish. What are you doing? I go, I don't want the polish. He goes, he goes, women love it. <laughs> and I go, I go, really? He goes, and men are jealous of it. And I go, I was just thinking like how funny that is that he, that's his belief system. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so if that was on, if he was telling that to like a forty-five-year-old lawyer, right. you know, I get my nails done. <laughs> Women go crazy over this. You know, right. yeah, that would be great television. Who is more perfect to be on TV than that? Like, can you imagine? I'm walking that out. Age, yeah, you know, right? Because it should be young twenty-year-olds make good TV, and then like men, like confident men in their fifties, sixties, and seventies. Right. Exactly. Like young twenty-year-old women are good TV, and old. 65 year old men because imagine I'm walking out of a bar and I have got my arm around a woman and then some guy goes fuck I should have had the clear nail polish <laughs> I'm so jealous of that guy you know <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um, alright Jared so you, you're always on the road where can people find you if they want to see you live listen I'm pumped that you're part of the veterans network I'm excited to, that you're here Robin, you're hilarious. There's nobody funnier. There's no one more fun on the internet right now than you. Thank you. I could say all the same to you. Actually, you know what I was thinking about? I think you may be, and I'm not just saying, like, the most liked comic. Because you know how most people don't like it? You know how most people just talk, like, I fucking hate that guy. I feel like everyone likes you. Well, that's nice to hear. I, You know, you, you're you really helping me feel good on a Monday after drinking my face off last night. <laughs> 
because I definitely had a day of like, does everyone hate me? So this really helps. Well, me. maybe in your real life, I said comments. <laughs> okay, well, thanks. I'm, you didn't have I'm to sure add normal doubt. people think you're a real scum, oh, but okay. in the comedy community, you're very well liked. Well, that's nice to hear. Um, yeah, listen, if people are, they know where to find me. Come on. Uh, I'm uh, Jared Fried on Instagram. We're going to be in Boston and D.C., so come with all you up live and then you know, all that stuff. So I'm around. Great. All right, Jared, thank you for calling into call waiting. You're the best. You're the best. Thank you. Oh my God. I love Jared so much. It's hysterical. You have, I need you to start watching the bachelor just so you could watch his stories. <laughs> it, it, I, I'm, I'm cracking up. Listen, have him. you ever seen the bachelor? No, but I've seen him do stand up. Who, Jared? Yeah. Okay, but have you ever seen The Bachelor? <laughs> um, do you not watch any reality shows? I used to watch Survivor. Okay, I guess that's okay. That was it, the first two seasons. <laughs> oh, and you watched American Idol season one. Yes, I did watch me and my dad <laughs> watched American Idol season one. And then never again. Never again. Oh my gosh. How are we related? Also, you don't like donuts and I love donuts. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Reason number five, you're fired. Um, all right, you ready to open up the lines? I'm ready. Let's take a couple of calls. Okay, Robin, we have Rainy on the phone. Hi. Hi, it's Cheyenne. Um, I'm oh, hi, Sha- <laughs> Wait, can I just tell you, security? How did you come up with Rainy? I because I, 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 I okay. I, hi, Cheyenne, I, how are you? I have Cheyenne on the phone. <laughs> I'm great. How are you, Robin? Good. Say goodbye to security. It's his last day working here. <laughs> Listen, I'm a podcast producer. I understand. Yeah. Okay, so I'm calling about a breakup. And it happened okay. back in like 2010. And okay. it was a long-term boyfriend. And I came home and I was living in Las Vegas. It was a long distance thing. I came home and then like he kind of like ghosted me. And kept like texting me, but we would never see each other in person for months. And finally, I woke up. On Ash Wednesday, and I'm Catholic, and I said, you know what? I'm giving up douchebags for Lent. <laughs> that was what I was giving up for Lent. So I was like, I'm giving up douchebags. <laughs> I think that's great. And I, I deleted everything, like all of his phone numbers, all of his emails. I just disappeared off the face of the earth. Okay, like, so you didn't even give him a heads up. You just, you just Mm-mm. ghosted him. I just left. I just. I was like, I'm done. I I can't deal with you anymore. And that was on Wednesday. And I had a job interview that day. And I went to the job interview. And two days later, I get a call saying, congratulations, you got the job. I was excited. I went out with my cousin. We went out to this bar. And we were like tweeting and four squaring. Remember when we used to do that stuff? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was very funny. So we were at this karaoke bar and he we had tweeted that we were there and then all of a sudden one of their acquaintances showed up to sing karaoke with us. And then we clicked. And now he's my husband. And and we've been Wait, very and now, how did he 
He saw a tweet. How did he know douchebag? Huh? How he did was, he know douchebag? He didn't know douchebag. So my cousin knew douchebag, but my he knew that I had given up douchebag for lunch. This guy. Oh. But his <laughs> acquaintance, his friend, saw that we were at this bar and he celebrating me getting a job because I had been unemployed for like a, over a year and I had finally gotten uh-huh. a new job. And so we gave... He started this bar just randomly on his way home from another karaoke bar. And we clicked. And I was like, I really like this guy. And then it turns out this guy was the least douchebag guy I've ever met in my life. Aw, because you really did give up douchebags for Lent. So anyone you would meet would not be a douchebag. Exactly. And so, yeah. So I let everybody laughs when I say I gave up douchebags for Lent one year. Because usually you're supposed to give up things you love. And while I yeah. did love this other person, he was... Bags. <laughs> and while I did have a lot of fun with douchebags, it was time to give it up. I had a ton of fun with a lot of very terrible people. And I, like, <laughs> I, was, I was done. And then when I decided that I was done being treated like garbage, basically, is when I met my husband two days later. I think that's so great. I think that's like such a good takeaway is you have to give up being treated a certain way. It's not even like I'm looking for X, Y, and Z. It has to be, I will not be treated this way ever. Like that should be the bare minimum. So if you give that up, then the only people you're choosing from are people that treat you kindly. And then from there, you get to pick who you like. But exactly. I think that's I think that's what we all have to do. We all have to give up douchebags. Maybe yeah. not right away because I'm having a lot of fun right now. Well, yeah, I <laughs> mean, and one that's day really I'm going like, If you're having fun, that's great. But this other person just dragged me along. And then years later, yeah, I find no. out. No, there's a difference between like having fun with like, a, you know, a guy that's just not that serious. And then there's douchebags that don't treat you well. I can't stand when guys like disappear or don't text back. Like, you know, no one deserves that. Yeah, I mean, like, this is like, we were on the level of, like, when you move back here, we're going to get a place together, we're going to get married, blah, blah, blah. And then it was like, he had an excuse for every single reason why he couldn't come and see me. Like, it was always one of those, we'd make plans, and then he'd just not show up. And it was, finally, I was just like, you know what, I can't stand this anymore. You are not respecting me. And... When I gave up douchebags for Lent, I was like, you don't even deserve to get my explanation as to why I'm not dealing with you anymore. So week after week. So you just completely blocked him? He never yeah. got an explanation. He was just completely blocked. I love it. I love it. I, you know, Usually I don't support just like completely ghosting, but then there's some people that deserve to be ghosted and don't even deserve your breath. Like don't deserve an explanation. So... I'm I'm really proud of you. I, it's a shame I'm Jewish because I would love to give up <laughs> douchebags for Lent. You can still give up bad things, but you can still have fun oh, too. Oh, okay. Right? <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yeah, but part of being Jewish is feeling guilt. And so I have to keep something around to be guilty about. I got guilt too. <laughs> but yeah, so it was one of those things where I always tell people, you never know if you put that aside, you might whatever happens might just like show up at a karaoke bar 
two days later. I love it. I love it. Something, something good could come from a karaoke bar. Um, all right. Thank you so much for calling in. It was so great talking to you. And thank you for the actually really good advice you gave us today. All right. Thank you so much, Robin. We love you over here. All right. Bye. Um, that was like really good advice. I was applauding. Why? Just the, the, this whole story. <laughs> yeah. It's the story, give, the advice. Uh, get, if we take anything away from today's episode is give up douchebags and <laughs> don't compare yourself to... <laughs> Jared brought out a really bad side of me. <laughs> All right. Needles in your ear. <laughs> Needles in my ear. Okay, Robin, I have Megan on the phone. Hi, Megan. Hi. How are you guys? I'm good. Thank you so much for calling in to call waiting. Of course. I love the podcast so much, and you guys crack me up every week. Thank you. I um, This week, we are doing breakups. So tell me, are you going through breakups? Did you have a crazy breakup? What's the story? Uh, it's actually funny because it's coming up on the one-year anniversary of... I don't even know if I can call it a breakup, but a ghosting breakup situation that is kind of a little nuts. So Okay, let's hear. Paint me yeah. the story. So I was, you know, talking to this guy for from like April to up until end of June um, last summer, and we would hang out every single weekend. He was... Now that I, now I realize that he was kind of love bombing me, but as a girl who was out of a other serious relationship a few months prior, I was loving the attention, obviously, right? Uh -huh. Whatever we were like dating, base we were basically dating. He was calling me his girlfriend. He told me he loved me within like two weeks, which okay, red flag. But in the moment. I didn't think anything of it. He would call me on the phone every single day. We'd talk for hours, send me TikToks, send me memes, you know, all of the things. Basically, I would, as I said, I would either go over his house on the weekend or he would come to mine. People, my friends knew about him. My parents knew about him. I, his parents knew me, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then come end of June, all of a sudden, like nothing was wrong. There was no animosity or and nothing happened and he started like the calls started to stop and the tiktok sending started to stop and the texting kind of started to stop and he was kind of acting weird and it felt like i was the one double texting him when before he was the one constantly calling me texting me doing all of the things starting the conversation um and then come july like july 1st actually july 4th weekend things really just started to drift off and he low key just stopped all communication with me. No explanation, nothing complete ghost situation. And that sends a girl into complete spiral mode. And that's how, you know, it was love bombing. Right. And I didn't at first because you know, you love the attention and you love people, the affirmations and all of that type of good stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and then I guess when he got bored of whatever it was, he just stopped entirely. 
Yeah, I'm so sorry this happened to you. It's like, it's really funny because I was just speaking to the caller before you and she had like the opposite situation where it's appropriate to go someone where the guy was being a complete douchebag to her and she like was fed up and just blocked him because he was just being like just a real ass, you know? And that I think is the one and only time it's okay because I think like this guy, this is why this guy sucks all around. And I'm actually so happy for you that you're not with someone like this. Cause better now than like being married to a narcissist, like a love bomber. Do you know what I mean? I think you're actually in, in the best position ever that you did find out. But for those who listening who don't know what love bombing is, it's really confusing because I'm someone who likes nice guys. And it's like a fine line because a love bomber just like hides behind this nice persona, sending you videos. Oh, I'm thinking of you and constant messages, which is like sending these endorphins in your head. These like whatever shocks that like go, Oh my God, this guy and I are great. He really likes me. He likes me. And then he switches and it's so fast and it's, or it's like, and, and then you're like, you want more because now he's played with your brain chemistry. So I think it's like the worst type of guy. And I truly think you're for the better for him not being in your life. Because I do think some guys like this drag it out for years and then you, then you start feeling desperate, right? Cause then you're like, wait, why isn't he texting me? Wait, when you start looking at your phone, I was dating someone similar like this, where he was so all about me and messaging me nonstop. And then he started pulling away and I was going crazy. Like I started getting super emotional and I kept like looking at my phone and I'm like, wait, what did I, what did I do? Did I do this? It's not you. It's not me. There are just some people who just suck. And I'm so thankful you're not with him. Oh, me too. That just made me feel 100 <laughs> times better. Yeah. The right guy is not going to make you feel crazy. And the, the right guy is not going to pull away. And the right guy will treat you that nice up front. You know, right. I, I don't let someone like him make you question nice guys because there are nice guys. Um, just know that if a guy is nice and then pulls that bullshit, go, thank God you're showing me your true colors. Bye. Right. And realize you're wonderful and you don't need that crap. Thank you, Robin. You're welcome. That will cost $89. (laughs) (laughs) I'll Venmo you. (laughs) I'll send the bill to your insurance. You can actually Venmo him. I'll give you his Venmo. Even better. And then I'll double the price. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) Thanks for calling in. It was good talking to you. Thanks so much. You too. Bye. Bye. So do you, you know what love bombing is now? I just learned about it recently. Okay. So yeah, it's very confusing because like you and I, I always think like, oh my God, am I a love bomber? During your entire conversation, that's what I kept on saying to myself. I'm like, am I a love bomber? Because I like, I, when I like someone right in this first time I meet them, I'm like, oh my God, I love you so much. You're so wonderful. You're so great. And I build everyone up. That's like what I do. That's why I was telling her there are people who are just nice and do nice things because because there really is a fine line. I once looked up with someone, I had a friend when I was telling them about the situation, I was in, they were like, he's a love bomber. And I'm like, no, he's really just nice to me. And then I Googled what love bomber is. And I was like, oh my God, I'm a love bomber, but to everyone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. We're the red flag. <laughs> <laughs> everyone stay away from us. I love you guys. <laughs> for calling in to find out the topic each week make sure you're following me on instagram and tiktok because that's where i announce each topic 
at Robin Shaw Comic. And then you just call in 720-727-6296. Also, in the fall, I'm going on tour. So if you want to see me live, go to my website, robinshaw.com. And I'm going to Detroit, Seattle, Atlanta, Phoenix, San Diego. I'm even going to Canada, Vancouver, and Toronto. Tickets are going, so don't wait. Make sure you get them. Now, as you guys know, we decided to no longer do the news segment with security. Correct. (laughs) The people are thrilled. I think I got one message being like, no, we want the news. But, I, I but want, was there like a roar, like a yeah? Yeah, no, people were thrilled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to say for that one person who's upset, it's not that the news is gone forever. I just don't think we need it every week. Wait, I got to do it again? <laughs> Another time. No, so this is what I was thinking. Okay. So this ending, okay, mm-hmm. the segment is called Robin's Playhouse so that every week it's something different, whether we're doing a science experiment, we're talking pop culture, where you're giving the news. People don't know what's happening at Robin's Playhouse. I love it. So you have to tune in to the end to know what is happening. At Robin's Playhouse. <laughs> or at Robin's Playhouse. Yeah, no, that's better. That's better. Because it's not but really But no one can see me. I'm dancing right now. No one can see that, though. I'll describe it to people. (laughs) It's embarrassing. (laughs) Okay. So for this week, now last week was the third part to the Vanderpump reunion. Can I tell you, I feel like this whole, this reunion has been going, this has been going on for weeks now. Uh, Months. (laughs) Months. It's been a very long. Yeah, I know. This is the longest (laughs) finale I've ever heard of. Well, I'll tell you why, okay? The scandal happened in March, and they already had filmed the finale. They then re-picked up filming and made a second finale, and then they recorded the reunion and turned it into three parts. So you're actually right. The finale to the end of the reunion is five weeks long. It's the longest finale. Wow. Okay, Okay, so I'm going to explain to security. Now, you remember back in March, I told you about, do you remember or no? I remember you telling me. But you don't remember I anything. don't remember anything. Okay, this is good because I'm going to catch up our listeners that don't follow Vanderpump Rules. And again, the reason why I want to talk about this today is because I think it's the biggest breakup in reality history. Like it is has taken over the world. It, this this was talked about at the White House correspondence reunion. What is it called? The the the, the dinner. The dinner. The dinner. <laughs> no, it's not called a reunion. It's called a dinner. What <laughs> of a reunion? Okay. So in short, all right, you don't know anyone. You don't remember anything. Okay, I no, just, this is good. This is good because we're starting for now. Okay, there's Tom, and then there's another Tom. Two Toms. Tom yes. one, Tom two. <laughs> yes, there's Tom one and Tom two. Tom one has been with Ariana for ten years. They live together. Everything. And she's on the show. Yes. Okay. Tom two was with Katie for twelve years and got divorced last year. Okay. Okay. So now you get it. Got it. <laughs> okay. Then uh, a couple of years ago, a girl named Raquel, who we now call Rachel, because we found out that's not her name. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh my God, I've lost him. All right. So Raquel. Can I get a paper? Hold on. So Raquel beca- became like best friends with Ariana. Remember, that's with Tom One. Okay. It turns out during the season, she was. Going after Tom, too. That's Katie's. Who is divorced. Yes, but 
newly divorced and they were together for 12 years and Raquel's part of the group. She's going after friends and so it was really yucky. Well, it turns out this whole time that she was going after Tom 2, she was actually having an affair with Tom 1, even though Ariana's her best friend. And this affair had been going on for like seven, eight months. Okay. Okay. So now you get it? Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So (laughs) what? You look confused. No, no, no. I'm just putting it all together. And I, how, what? Are you allowed to tell me how? It came out. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so so filming ended, and they start airing the episodes of the season. Okay, so not, no cameras around. Tom One is in a band, not a very good band, but a band. Okay, and while he was on stage, his phone fell out. Someone gave Ariana, his girlfriend of ten years, his phone to hold on to. She looks at it and finds. Um, n- X-rated FaceTime between Tom and Rachel, Raquel, whatever you want to go with. Okay. Okay. So then she calls Sheena. Oh, you don't Wait, know. who's Sheena? <laughs> don't worry about it. It's another friend in the friend group. Okay. Who was with Raquel in New York at Watch What Happens Live and was like, Rachel and Tom have been having an affair. So then Rachel, uh, Sheena pushes her, or Raquel says punch her, and Raquel got a restraining order against Sheena. The reason why this is important because we're about to get to the reunion, okay? Okay. So now Sheena can't be in the same spot as Rachel at the reunion because of this restraining order, okay? So now we're up to the reunion. So part one, Sheena's there and Raquel's not. Rachel's not because of the restraining Restraining order. order. Okay. Yada, yada, yada. Blah, blah, blah. Everyone's yelling at Tom. You know, giving him a hard time. Everyone's also giving Tom, too, a hard time because Tom and Tom are best friends. And they own a bar together. And what? What, Why is Tom, too, in trouble? He has nothing to to do with it. He's Security. Okay. He knew about the affair and he He, was covering it. He knew. Yes. And... You know, he they didn't get their story straight. So when they asked, well, when did you oh. find out? He like gave the wrong date, da 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 da. And Tom One's like, but it only happened one time. It only happened one time. That's one time too many. Well, you are 100% correct. The problem is, it, it didn't happen just one time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Okay. So, okay, now we get to the third part. And now they. What happened to part two? It's just more yelling at, at Tom just, and Tom. It was just yelling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It, was a, gotcha. it was just like a shit show. So now they bring out Rachel, okay? But where's... Um, they take Sheena away. Okay. okay. So now she comes out, and you could see, like, she's, like, really nervous, and she's not crying. This is what's so weird, is Ariana's crying, Tom is crying, all these emotions, and she's, like, like stone face. okay? Then... Um, oh, also, like, Tom fucking sucks, okay? Tom one. <laughs> Both Tom suck, actually. Okay. <laughs> but Tom one, like, makes, like, because um, she was like, uh, someone was like, you know, how many girls have you cheated on, Ariana? And she was like, he was like, no one. Like, Rachel's the only person I've slept with. And then Ariana's like, nope, not true. You slept with someone else while you were sleeping with Rachel? Me. And then he was like, well, you kept your shirt on. That's real hot. Oh my goodness. Oh my, oh my wait, goodness. Wait, guys, go look at Andy's reaction. That's what security's doing right now. His hand is oh. to his, his face. So, uh, yeah, which I'll get to again. I'm just filling you in and then I'm going to give you my thoughts. Okay, so then they end the reunion, okay? You yeah. know, all right. Then 
But it's just a question. When it ended, did people applaud? No, it was so that's awkward. Why. Okay, okay, that's okay. That just I was like, walked like, off. And actually, one of them was like, "This is the weirdest any reunion has ever ended." So then, um, the producers interviewed Rachel like five days after because they do like pickups, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. And it was during that Rachel breaks down and goes, "I need to come clean." We've been having the affair for months, many times. We even did it in their house when Ariana was away at her grandma's funeral. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh and my goodness. She, she goes, Oh my God, Tom's going to kill me for telling this, but I have to come clean. And she, this is the first time she's like breaking down. Now, that happened after the reunion. So the whole cast is learning all this after. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now you're caught up. Now I'm caught up. Now, but that was, so I'm seeing online Scandalovia. <laughs> is that a country? <laughs> <laughs> I'm seeing skit. Is that a country? Okay, so Tom One's last name is San, Scan, uh, Sandoval, Sandoval, and so they're saying Scandoval because it's a scandal. Oh, okay, I thought it was a country. <laughs> You've been cheating overseas. Okay. Okay. So now here are my feelings. Okay, because I think this is the worst breakup of all time, and I think the reason like the whole world cares is because there's so many levels to this breakup. If he just broke up with Ariana and said, "Look, this isn't working anymore." anymore it would have been dramatic but like katie broke up with tom number two and no one people were sad but no one it's because he cheated for months he cheated on her with her best friend and they they kept sneaking until they got caught i'm surprised they did it without any cameras noticing i no. Yeah. What? I mean, there was no, because there was like people were bringing up like, what's going on with them? And Ariana's like, no, she's our friend. She's with us all the time. Like, I trust her. Just like I, if I would be with any of my friends' husbands, like alone in a car, and it would never, they would never go, oh, Robin's going to hook up. Like, you don't think your best friend would do that. Wow. Right? Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the big thing. So, Rachel, Raquel, whatever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, finally comes clean. And while she's doing that, she's like, you know, Tom's going to be so upset. I actually look, Rachel's wrong. She's terrible. Like you do not do that to a friend, but I also think she's in her twenties. Tom's 40. And I do think there was a lot of manipulation. I'm not, I'm not making excuses for Rachel. Fuck her. Okay. But I do think that there are layers of like gaslighting and manipulation on from Tom, just the way she was so scared of like upsetting him. I think there's layers, but the reason why I think this is if you're going to cheat, just break up with the person. I understand cheating happens. If it happens, break up with them. <laughs> like it mean, like, do you know what I mean? I think the reason why this was hit so hard is how it was done. So that ladies and gentlemen is the biggest breakup. Of the century. I can't believe you actually followed that. Did, did you, you follow that? Oh my God, guys, our producer also followed that. That's amazing. I had two men who had no clue what I was talking about understand. Understood everything. Yes, I, you know, I've heard people say, you know, used the um, friends analogy yeah. or, you know, they've used other TV shows. Yeah. But you, that was actually, I totally. Yes. Totally. Oh, I want to set you up with Rachel. (laughs) Oh, really? Oh, oh, wonderful. They're on the line. 
<laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for calling in today and listening. Um, I always have the best time talking to you guys. So make sure you follow me on Instagram and TikTok at Robin Shell Comics. So you know the topic every week and then you just call in 72072-ROBIN. And check out my website, robinshaw.com for my tour dates. And I will see you next week. All right. Oh, hold on. I have another call. Call Waiting is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Basilio Perez and Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Ali Freelander. Be sure to follow me at Robin Shaw Comic on Instagram and TikTok to find out our next topic and learn when to call each week. And give me a ring at 720-72-ROBIN. That's 720-727-6296. Betches.